Welcome to Truth is Stranger Than Fiction. Here's the guy who asks all the right questions. Your host, Ralph DeLugas. Hello, welcome everybody to another week. You are on the Loving Liberty Network and this is Truth is Stranger Than Fiction. Um, I want to start a little different. I often start out with uh, this week's news stories just from a science standpoint. You know the drill around here. Um, and I'd like to talk probably a little bit more each week about credibility and perception. Um at least from a scientific standpoint, because that's kind of my thing. Uh, we have lots of other good folks around here that keep you updated on other stuff. But my little, I've just kind of noticed more, especially once when I was first asked to do this, I thought, who wants to hear about science? And I'm, I'm still baffled that anybody would listen to, listen to this kind of stuff. But honestly, it is incredibly important. And I think we're seeing such a huge example of that with this pretendemic, this COVID-1984 Um while probably a real virus, although I'm not honestly convinced, I I need proof. Um, and anymore, I don't trust the government for proof because they're when you're a known, proven, obvious liar and have been for a hundred years, it's hard for me to trust you. So I need to see proof um, more than the Rockefeller Institute or the you know the CDC for heaven's sakes. Definitely not the United Nations. But so anyway, I want to have a little, at least a little blurb. We started talking last week about the laws of thermodynamics. We we talked about the zeroth law. Um, Why there is a zeroth law is because they'd written the first laws and realized, hey, we never defined our system. So rather than, you know, in the nonsensical way that all academics seem to work, we made a zeroth law, which is basically defining your system, whether it's open or closed. But we'll talk about that in a minute. First, I want to briefly talk about Catherine Austin Fitz. Are you familiar with her, Brian? Have you, do you, is this pretty commonly known? Catherine Austin Fitz is a former assistant secretary of housing, um, I believe under Obama, um, although I'm not 100% sure with that. I know she's not current. Um, she's a former and not was never under Trump, I don't believe. I, I know she wasn't. Her and Dr. Skidmore were the accounting superheroes that busted the government with the missing trillions and trillions of dollars. Um, a whopping $21 trillion at first, this was a gap. Um, such a thing, if you and I did it, we'd be in IRS prison for the rest of our lives. Can you imagine a gap? Just in one year, in, in Obama's last year alone, get this, there is a $6.5 trillion gap in the books where they've spent more money than they can account for coming in or anything else. A government that takes in what, roughly, give or take a few hundred billion, roughly about a trillion a year, as I understand it, managed to spend six and a half trillion more than that. That's like me claiming I have an income of $75,000 a year. But I live in a $10 million home and I spent $7 million this year. And when the IRS comes in, it's like, I don't know, you know, I mean, can you imagine? Well, she has continued and so has Dr. Skidmore and his good students. And um, of course, the government with their infinite wisdom and goodness, they have um, they have now shut that down. It used to be that the federal budget had to be online, which is how it should be. If they're going to steal your money by force, they should account for where they spend it. I mean, I'm not asking to know exactly how much a CIA agent makes or whatever, or how much they spend on 
this tank or that missile, but you know, a rough budget, you know, like 700 billion. Just just for one example, the, the army has a yearly budget of around 300 billion. They spent 1.1 trillion dollars more than that in this particular year, which I believe is 2016. Um, Six and a half trillion missing in Obama's last year. I mean, I, I kind of get it. Like I've had crappy jobs before and I've I've taken probably – not that this is right, but I've taken some shop rags or, you know, when you spend 300 bucks on a hotel room, you, you kind of take the lotion or maybe the shampoo, little bottle of shampoo, you know, on your way out the door. Not that that's right. Well, six and a half trillion missing dollars, it's disgusting. But um, I, I read a few articles that she'd written and on her website – and it's it's pretty amazing. She talks pretty openly about this COVID. And according to her, and I would say being a former cabinet member, and um, I think by the time I'm done sharing this with you, you'll agree with me that she's definitely a credible uh, witness. Um, according to her, this is definitely, at least in part, a deliberate debt trap for small businesses. They are gobbling up businesses like crazy. You've seen the amount of printing going on. This is planned. This is orchestrated. I think you can agree with me on that. Um, and according to her, this is all about pushing uh, all, all businesses and assets into a debt trap so it can be gobbled up by the kingdom. And it is about global currency reset um, it, as well as to get you to, and I quote her here, uh, to get you to inject aborted fetal tissue, heavy metals, and nano microchips, and who knows what the hell else into you and your family's bodies. Um, and she says we shouldn't call these vaccines because they have nothing to do with medicine. We should just call them government injections. I kind of tend to agree with that. It isn't health care. It is pure evil and tyranny. Um, but um, I, I like, and this is also quoting her, she said, most, most folks will say I have nothing in, 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 my whole family is full of these people. I, I bet you have people in your lives and families like this too. But go around, and this is quoting her again. Most folks will say I have nothing to hide. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I just want to be a good citizen. And as long as I'm a good citizen, uh, they'll just leave me alone. She continues to say, what these people do not understand is the middle of the road is going away. They ha we have two choices left. One is freedom. The other is slavery. Um, I know this to be true because I think this is an eternal truth. That's what this has always been about, choosing slavery or choosing freedom. Freedom is never an easy choice, um, but it is definitely always, always, always the right choice. She said, I'm quoting her further, if we can be courageous enough to face this, God can help us with all the rest and help us fix it, um, unquote. She says the second wave is orchestrated, and this was kind of creepy, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later, but we've talked before about this Starlink, this disgusting, horrible electromagnetic radiation propagating satellite network that they've put up to make sure no human being escapes their pollution um, of 5G. According to her, uh, it will be coming online in September, October, just in time for the fall madness that no doubt we'll be facing. Um, and it's kind of interesting. We talked, I think we did a couple shows, oh, I don't know, earlier this spring about the Spanish flu and where it really came from, which was definitely not Spain, came from, oh, I believe it was the Kansas area. Now I'm, I would have to look back. I don't have the facts in front of me, but Kansas, Missouri, somewhere in there. And it was, and this was, you know, 19, 
1912, 1915, in that area. And this was when uh, the government had just taken over uh, all radio propagation, all electromagnetic propagation, all experimentation in electricity had to go through the Radio Corporation of America by order of the Secretary of the Navy, Roosevelt. And in this area where this massive amount of um, radio waves were being propagated was born the Spanish flu. There is no question that these bad frequencies can create havoc with our bodies. Has before, and, and according to Catherine Austin Fitz, this Starlink is going gonna, is gonna to be a, a big part of what this second wave is all about. I would tend to agree with her on that. Um, also, not to mention the uh, depression and despair. And this, this is always this 5G. And, and then I guess I have to throw in here this is my opinion, but I can find enough out there that I would call it a fact, but you can make up your own mind that this 5G is about uh, AI camera facial recognition and about controlling the people. See, the evil scumbags, the slugs that rule this world through power and through through money, they've already got all the money. When, when you have a net worth of $20 trillion, it doesn't really matter if you have another million or billion. It's about power. It's about control, which honestly is that's what it's been about from Cain to this day. And I bet far before that and probably far after that, long after this world is, is rolled up, this will continue. Um, so choose freedom, choose liberty. I think that's all I wanted to talk about with Catherine Fitz. Um, Catherine Austin Fitz, look her up. She's got a lot of great things. Um, a side note, they've continued to audit, even though the government has now locked it down. They don't report anymore. It's now a matter of uh, national security, of course. What we do with the money we steal from you is none of your business. Don't even think about asking. It's a matter of security, you know. To keep you safe, we need to not tell you what we're doing with the money that we steal from you. Yeah, it's a great system. We love it. Um, look her up. She's got a lot of great stuff to talk about. Um, coming up in the second break, we are going to talk about some of the stories that are out in NASA's Added. Harvard is added again with their propaganda machine. And we'll talk a little bit about the laws of thermodynamics, something you can teach your kids because we're going to have to all start teaching our kids at home, right? Um, and uh, just briefly, uh, during the break, I want you to think about what the zeroth law means uh, of thermodynamics. Um, it is the law defining temperature and energy within a system. Anything that is a closed system uh, is well you know this is too big to we'll, we'll finish this up after the break and we will talk to you then currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800-741-5920. 
$29. We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929. At Walgreens, we know that your day doesn't stop for diabetes. So when you've got places to go and people to see, count on Walgreens every day to get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens True Metrics in-store and online. And download tools to help you stay on track, like our five-star mobile app with Pill Reminder. At Walgreens, we are your diabetes go-to. Stop by and talk to your pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. You could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is about 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. You're not stuck with a high-cost health plan. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. Here's the number to find out more, and there's no pressure. They are super easy to talk to. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Okay, everybody, welcome back after that short and pleasant break. Um, I want to talk briefly about, you know, let's hurry and cover a few of the news stories that's out there. I noticed uh, I won't talk about this much. We uh, got the June climate report out again. I don't know, like if this person was from Utah, I would say they're a University of Utah fan, the way they're always whiting out all the blue on the map with red, Um, or maybe they're a Maybe they're a 49ers fan. I don't really know. But it's just so ridiculous how every month they use their twisted little equations to basically paint the map red. So when that comes out, when you see that in your local papers, make sure you disregard that, will you? And maybe throw in there the fact that um, they need to be using the uh, average temperature from land and ocean and uh, the average over the last 100 years, not over the last 20 years. It varies from month to month. You know, whatever gets the map redder, they, they tweak it. Sometimes they'll use low evening temperatures it, or sometimes they'll use a- average daily highs. Whatever gets the map red, that's what they go with. It's disgusting. I want to talk about um, a Harvard article I saw. You know, I'm, I like to keep you guys updated on what I see um, – 
I've been a pretty big fan for about the last 10 years of just observing what the Bible calls the signs over our in Genesis, we know the stars were created, the lights in the heavens were created for signs and for seasons and for uh, to guide us, right? Um, and there's no question that we are seeing signs over our head and under our feet to tell us, you know, to let us know where we're at in this whole grand scheme as the as the winding up seam continues, the hearts of men's continue to fail. I don't think anybody can can argue we're I really love calling 2020 the year to see because I think the Lord is like that. I think he has a great sense of humor. And I think he saw this all coming from 10,000 years ago. And 2020 is the last chance to see. Even my wife is my wife. My my ostrich wife has actually pulled her head out of the sand, her beautiful head. I hope she never listens. So I don't have to worry about that. But um, and is arguing with her Canadian um, family and neighbors and people in her Instagram about she's finally uh, caught in a couple eyeballs on all the uh, uh, sex trafficking and just the disgusting abuse of children and slavery. I won't talk much about that, but her tender heart, she's cried every night to me since. It's been about a week. One of the companies that sponsors her Instagram got her to get involved with this and she's looked into it. And even my wife is is now battling the mass and battling sex trafficking and getting involved. And I'm awful proud of her. We can all do this. Um, so anyway, the signs of the times, I want to talk about Jonathan David Slavin, Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, High Energy Astrophysics Division. He has published a paper interstellar dust and gas in the heliosphere and it's very wordy i try not to read these papers online or on the air because it it's a lot you'd be glassed over in, in a few seconds but um let me just read a little sentence here the grains are sub- the, the gist of his article is to say that all of the uh evidence we see of repeated uh micronova all of the the isotopes and everything that we see that definitely makes an open and shut case that our sun goes boom every 12,000 or so years, um, that it could be from another star, that it could be older. And his, it, it's such a preposterous um, series of events that he, he claims uh, caused this. Let me just read you this sentence. The grains are subject, and these are the isotopes. We can see the remnants of when the sun exploded and blew off its shell. 12,000 years ago. We can tell what part of the earth was facing the sun, and we can tell each each one of these cycles over the last at least 96, 108,000 years, each time this has happened. Well, according to him, these could have come from somewhere else. Coincidentally, um, all hit half of the earth. These grains are subject to drag and sputtering from the surrounding gas, but are otherwise free to move independently. In this context, the magnetic field is unlikely to be important, and we do not include it in our model. That is unthinkable. Electromagnetic, electromagnetics, period, electricity, what we'll talk about in a minute here, the vacuum catastrophe, the, um, the massive amount of power that we see flowing everywhere in space is a billion, billion, billion times more powerful than the made-up force that they call gravity. And yet this guy chooses not to include it. I could read, I could read you just titles of um, uh, articles talking about how powerful this is, how it influences dust in space, how it covers um, galactic cores. 
uh, from the Astrophysical Journal, all the top journals in the world. But this guy um, seems to just uh, think we can omit it. And this whole and this article, of course, has been re re been held up on all of you know the mainstream news. I, I saw it on Zero Hedge. It's 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 on the New York Times, and they you know proof that we have nothing to worry about in this crustal shift. It's rubbish. Um, don't buy a word of it. Anyway, enough about that guy. I probably talked about that way too much, but that kind of stuff just makes me mad. To deliberately, you know, use the weight and authority of Harvard to make everybody go back to sleep. Here's another article I have to mention. Uh, I'll just read you the title. Uh, Mystery over universe's expansion deepens with fresh data. A long-awaited map of the Big Bang's afterglow fails to settle a debate over how fast the universe is expanding. I've talked about this before, and it never ceases to baffle me. You know what? If I take your money by force and squander it away on an experiment that is flat wrong, and I keep doing it, and it just proves to be wrong, 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 how is it that they can just say, oh, this is so intriguing. We're completely wrong again. The mystery deepens with fresh data. The Big Bang is made up poppycock. Um, I can't say for a fact. I don't, re- I don't have recollection of exactly what happened 13.6 billion years ago, but neither do these guys. And their data stinks. What they observe never matches their model, and it's a joke. And that they're doing this on your dime and mine to boot. It's additionally disgusting. Um, let's talk about some real science. Um, you guys know that um, I'm a big fan of what some scientists call the ether. And I want to talk about a, a scientist named Dr. Nassim Haramin. And I'm probably saying that wrong. He calls this the God force. Um, it's a power that is measured uh if you're familiar with Planck's constant, if you remember that from your high school physics class, um, in the in the vacuum of space, and, and when he says vacuum, it's kind of hard, and I don't know how to. I'm going to try to present this in a simple in a simple way. This force um, in any given spot is 10 to the 93rd power grams per cubic centimeter of electricity, of power. It is an astronomical amount of power. It is what he calls the God force. Just for context, look at your body. In your body, you have about 30 to 40 trillion cells, all functioning in perfect harmony. 2.5 million cells per second are dividing to make new cells. Some 37,000 billion billion chemical reactions every second all happening in perfect harmony simultaneously in all humans throughout the world. Now add all other animals, plants, all living things together. And all of this harmony, all of this magic, all of this this incredible this incredible existence that we call creation on this God's earth happened from a big bang and it came from nothing. And it's just so Ludicrous. It's ludicrous that we give these guys any credibility at all. Um, he talks about the ether, and I really like where he's coming from. Um, you'll learn in uh, government schools that Mickelson and Morley, Albert Mickelson and Edward Morley, proved that there was no ether, and they used basically they shot a laser, uh, a distance, and measured how long it took. They, they theorized 
that if we're moving through ether, that the laser would be faster or slower, theorizing that it's like a wind. But the point, the problem is their little test done 150 years ago proved that their little test doesn't interact with ether. We'll talk about this more after the break. This is really important because it, it boils down to every one of us and how we take our power back. And we will talk to you soon. everybody welcome back we are talking a little bit about the ether and i want to tie this to the pineal gland and what some people would call the eye of faith Um, because i think this all ties together i personally i know this to be true Um, you can decide for yourself Um, you may remember from your way back high school if you're younger you know if you're still in high school or your college uh, physics class i don't know if they still teach this but there's a test out there called the double slit Bohr experiment. Do you ever heard of that? Remember that, Brian? Ah, oh, that's that's wonderful. Um, good for you for remembering that. Basically, um, Bohr uh, shot some uh, light particles through two slits, and I, I don't know how to explain it simply, but um, it would ma- it would show many slits when it projected against the screen. And he, from his experiment, uh, postulated that that there are many existences and and it it is from this we get all of einstein einstein took his stuff and the plot the Planck constant and also um some other theory and turned this into the uh, uncertainty principle that even faham and even stephen hawken talked about to uh it's kind of weird he actually kind of dropped that his last year i think as we get closer to death we get a little bit uh wiser let's say but um this double slit bore experiment um, was another thing that they often hold up to uh, say that there is no ether. Um, and it's kind of interesting because it, it's kind of what started the whole particle versus wave debate. French, French physicist, I'm going to screw this, Bollier, um, he made a great breakthrough when he decided to look at it as a fluid, as a fluid dynamic. If you look at the ether as a fluid fluid, uh, a fluctuation, if you will, um, everything changes. And J.J. Thompson did this 100 years prior in the 1880s, but that was not accepted. Um, James Clerk Maxwell, a name you might re- uh, recognize, in his treatise on electricity and magnetism, he absolutely believed in an ether. Before him, Sir Isaac Newton's account of the ether appendix in Dublin done, oh, I don't know, 80 years before that also uh, believed in an ether, but for some reason we've gone away from that, and I think it's because it smacks of God. And more importantly, it teaches you that you are um, not just some son of a monkey or amoeba, um, if you think this all the way through. So anyway, back to the Bohr experiment. Um, well, actually, let, let's get back to Dr. Nassim. Um, he has, has postulated a whole new way of thinking and it pertains to fluid dynamics. And how to put it simply is, um, I guess as simply as I can, is that everything aff- affects everything. If par- partially, 
Let me think. I'm, I'm kind of stammering on my words here, but I don't, I don't want to make it too confusing. And I've kind of lost my notes here, too. But um, the way Nassim is looking at it is that there's definitely this force, this 10 to the 93rd power, um, which is an incredible amount of power. That, that's a 10 with 93 zeros after it. I don't know what number that is, but that amount of power exists everywhere. All matter is constantly fluctuating. I... I, uh, I heard his definition of matter. I'm going to text it to someone. I'm going to have to hurry and find it. But I think it was matter is etheric or some would rather prefer saying quantum vacuum fluctuation in the state of organized coherence, temporar temporarily stable. So energy is matter. We've talked about that before. I'm convinced this is how creation happens. And you as a daughter or son – of Elohim, of a loving father and mother in heaven, have this same power embedded in you, and you have got to pull it out. We have all got to find our power, and we don't have a lot of time. Time is not our friend. Um, I want to tie this to what some people call the eye of faith. I heard this the other day from uh, Avraham Gileadi, someone I like to listen to a lot. I believe Mike Stroud uh, picked up on this as well. But an eye, eye of faith has been taught um, by many societies to be essentially the pineal gland. And if you think about that, the, who I call the kingdom of Satan, you can call him the county health department or whoever it is that's fluoridating your water. This fluoride, this acidic fluoride in the water attacks, your pineal gland is mostly full of water. Um, I believe it's full of living water. This pineal gland, uh, going back to the beginning of time has been seen as the third eye. Um, some, many societies called it the eye of faith. I know in Christian, I know that's in the, in the Bible of several places. I couldn't tell you exactly where off the top of my head, but this eye of faith is, is empowering and it is our coupling, if you will, in some ways, in many ways to, um, the ether. Through the ether, or I like to call it the light of Christ, or the divine matrix of the Elohim, the power through which all things are created, through which all things, according to Dr. Nassim, all things are held in existence. Matter is energy fluctuating in, uh, in an existence by a power that we can't explain. He has begun to postulate it, which is a, a pretty amazing. His math is mind-blowing, but... It all it pans out. It's it's really cool stuff. But think about your pineal gland um, is hardened and covered in scales by the water you drink. Um, isn't that something? And most of us won't drink government water. I know I won't. But unfortunately, when you bathe in it, when you shower in it, um, you're also absorbing it through your skin. So. Because most of us can't afford to uh, take baths in, in, in bottled water or, or can't afford to buy a reverse osmosis machine for our home. I know I don't have one. What can we do? Well, there is good news. You as a son or daughter of a, of a, of a God in heaven have far greater power than what you realize. And here's the grand secret. You can cleanse that water. We've talked before about this. You know, God God expects us, in my opinion, to do what we can do, and 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 I like to do everything I can. You know, eat, read the labels, eat good food, don't live on Cheetos. You know, do everything that we can do, but there's only so much we can do. 
Um, I can't, I can't open my own water plant to, to make, you know, bath water to bathe my family in. So what I do at my house, I mean, you, you do it as you, as you see fit, but I, when I turn the shower on, as I'm waiting for the water to warm up, I, I say a quick prayer and I ask God to do what I can't do for myself. And that is specifically take the fluoride out of this water and the chlorine, raise its energy to become living water, cleanse it of all, all other harmful things from this, this telestial world and make it healthful and fortifying to the body that he has given me. And, um, I know this helps and I've, I've heard lots of people um, do likewise. I don't like to drink any water. I don't like to take any food. I can't say I'm perfect on this. And I have to admit, sometimes I'm driving down the road like you and I gobble down a quick hamburger. And as I'm polishing off the last bite, I'm like, oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for that burger I just ate. <laughs> thank you so much. Will you, will you please forgive me for being a knucklehead, but could you please cleanse and bless and energize it in my tummy? You know, I, I think Heavenly Father smiles. I, I know God has a great sense of humor, and he loves you more than you can ever understand. And he wants to help us. But agency is always a thing. So turn to him. Turn to him, pray to him, and ask him to remove the scales from your pineal gland, to uh, energize and invigorate your pineal gland. Meditate. Pray. Um, you can bring this, uh, you can renew the health in it and do everything you can to keep fluoride out of your body. Um because it definitely does harden and calcify pineal glands. It's, it's amazing to me how amazingly hypocritical are all these health departments, right? These, you know, from the CDC to your state health, your county health department, these guys are going to come to your door and tell you to put a mask on, a mask that in no way – it's like dumping BBs into a tennis racket and expecting to catch BBs with a tennis racket, right? It is so ridiculous, these face coverings. It's like a token of your servitude to the kingdom of corruption. These hypocrites will come. These guys that happily fluoridate your water, pump 5G through all of the uh, air, air that brings depression and – aging and sickness, land filled with glyphosate and every other bloody toxin, they're going to come to you and lecture you that you should put a mask on and claim that they're, no, not to mention vaccines, all right? Let's not even talk about a whole generation who's sick from vaccines. These hypocrites are going to tell you you should put a mask on and pretend like they have some credibility, like we believe they want us healthy. It's pretty amazing if you think about it, but think about that. Think about fortifying your eye of faith because, my friends, we are in the last days and sinking into the tribulations and our time to rise and become empowered is at hand. We got to do it. The scriptures say someone's going to do it. In the scriptures, the word of God is always right. So someone's going to do it. I think it should be us. Um, so make that choice now. We got our last break coming up or yeah, last break coming up and we will talk to you right after that. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. 
The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go away. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. If you haven't switched to Pure Talk USA, you're probably paying too much for your cell service. Pure Talk covers 99% of the country, and plans start at just $20 per line with no contract and a one-month risk-free guarantee. You've got nothing to lose. You can even keep your phone and your number. Get 50% off your first month when you call now. Just go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code HALFOFF. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code HALFOFF. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Okay, everybody, um, welcome to our last segment. I want to talk really briefly before we run out of time. This is going to be just like a, a little glimpse. I don't know how many of you have read uh, the book of Enoch. You, you know, I love um, ancient history and we don't get very much truthful history um, in our government ran schools. And so I. I've read it in the book of Enoch before. I actually this week sat down and read most of it and listened to, to it in its entirety while I'm working on it. It's kind of hard. Those of you that have the same uh, faith as me and um, have read the Book of Mormon know what a true scripture that is. And I think that's because it came out of the ground and it was interpreted by a man holding prophetic keys using a very ancient device called a Urim and Thummim. Um, so this, the problem with this book of Enoch, it did come out of the ground. Uh, there were several versions discovered. I don't have them all in front of me, but I know the most recent one was discovered in a cave in Israel. And they are right now being uh, kept in the same place they keep the uh, 
the Dead Sea Scrolls, I believe they were found in the same cave or thereabouts in the 1950s. Um, and the problem, I think, in reading this, I mean, a lot of this stuff definitely rang true. You got to use your your internal truth detector and, and read it, you know, prayerfully. Um, is it's interpreted by an academic and not and not a person commissioned to do so from God. So I, I don't know who these people were that interpreted it. I would assume they did their best, but um, some of the things seemed a little bit off, but some of it seemed definitely very interesting. Um, in particular, um, and, and this is also mentioned in Genesis, these giants that, you, you guys know I love talking about giants. I just find this stuff really interesting. I hope in another life I get to be a giant because that just sounds like it'd be fun. And I read this, actually this one little detail, I, I went back and looked through some of the other um, translations and this was throughout. So in the first section of the book of Enoch, it talks about these angels that came down. And to me, these would have to be uh, translated beings for them to come down and and they, uh, I guess, fell in love with some of the some of the beautiful, and, and this is in the Bible too. So, you know, I, to me, I, I believe this, um, I'd like to know more about it, but I guess we'll have to wait for that. Right. But these, these, uh, 200 angels came down and they fell in love with, uh, with Noah's daughters that were exceedingly fair and they had children with them. And these children grew up to become giants. Now, get the size of these giants. Now, this is Enoch, right? So a cubic to, to Enoch, I can't help but believe a cubic to e Enoch would have been about the same size as the cubit that Noah was using, right? Noah built an ark, 300 cubits by uh, 150. Am I saying that right, Brian? It's cubit, right? Cubit? Um, yeah, so uh, we know the ark was 300 cubits, and, we've, and we know the ark's been found, and it actually is that size, a cubit being about 18 inches. Well, these giants were nearly 300 cubics. I know that sounds incredible, but this isn't the first place I've heard that. There have been ancient, uh, really, really old uh, ruins discovered deep underground with massive thrones, massive tables. And they have estimated the people using these facilities were some 200 to 300 feet tall. So they, they the theory is that these ancient peoples, and, and we're talking really ancient, I think possibly maybe, in my humble opinion, from another eternal round. It's hard to imagine all this happened in the antediluvian period, but we don't know. We don't really know how populated the earth became before it was wiped out in the deluge. But So anyway, yeah, these are giants, and this is during the time of Enoch too, so I don't know, pretty fascinating stuff. We know in the Pearl of Great Price there were giants. I've always, in my mind, thought it was like the giants that we hear about, you know, being stashed in the Smithsonian Institute. And there's many, 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 many witnesses of those skeletons being unearthed, breastplates and so forth of beings that were or humans that were, you know, 12 feet, 15 feet, but 100 feet, couple hundred feet. Pretty amazing. It makes me think of that movie. Have you seen Jack? Uh, Oh, what's that movie, Brian? It came out a few years ago. My boys and I liked it because it's one of the few that isn't an R. But those great big giants, they lived in the cloud. You know what I'm talking about? You haven't seen that? Oh, you guys got to see it. It's a good movie. Good movie. And it's actually a PG. You can, you can watch it. Um, anyway, so moving on in this book of Enoch, it talks about the pillars of heaven. And again, it, it smacks throughout this of uh, divine power and God's kids tapping into this divine power. Pillars of heaven through which creation uh, happens. 
It talks about the tree. Enoch got to see the tree of um, the knowledge of good and evil. Um, also, he says in uh, stored in a place in the Middle Earth. And, you know, I, that's another topic I really enjoy is he got to go see the envision the hollow spaces through a portal, which in the second book of Enoch, it talks a lot about portals all over the place to travel and through which powerful things happen. He went through a portal, got to see um, the tree of um, tree of life in Middle Earth, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, he also says that the stars and the lightnings come from outer space, which is absolutely true. And uh, thunder coming from outer space. The water coming from above the earth is masculine. Water from within the earth is feminine. I thought that was very interesting. A little more insights into Leviathan and Bohemoth, also mentioned in, I believe it's Job, right? We've talked about some of these giant beasts that are talked about in the Bible that we don't know a lot about. Um, I don't have a lot of notes on it today, but the Leviathan is the sea monster, um, and it's female. Bohemoth was on the land, and it was male. Um, there's all these angels that came down, um, and one of these angels taught man— uh, how to make, uh, how to smelt metal, how to make weapons of war. Kashmida, the evil angel that came. And you know what? This is such interesting stuff. I think these were probably perhaps children of Elohim that went the wrong way. You know, if we, our father and mother being Elohim of light and, you know, of the family of Elohim that are, are good and light, um, and we know there's opposite in all things, so it would only make sense. And this is, of course, my opinion, but there's a lot of proof out here of this, that there are evil Elohim. This Kashmida in the book of Enoch came and taught man the smiting of the embryo in the womb. That when you smite the embryo in the woman's womb, that the baby perishes. Um, this is back in Enoch's day. And this was one of the reasons that God was very, very, very upset. Um, so it makes me wonder how he feels today when he looks upon the promised land where the churches are closed, but the baby murdering factories, we got all those open, right? Those are essential. It's essential we keep slaying the unborn, but we can't, don't be singing hymns in church in California, especially, right? Because that's illegal. That's dangerous. Um, it's uh, pretty disgusting. But anyway, we'll talk more about the book of Enoch and uh, Really cool stuff if you get a chance to and you're into that sort of thing. I would recommend reading it. I can't say it's all true or not. I would read it like you read the Apocrypha. You know, it's been translated by academics, but there's definitely truth and light in there. Interesting stuff. Um, how much time we got left, Brian? Two minutes. Oh, we are almost out of time. Well, before we wrap up, I want to talk about um, – where we're at and how important it is to fire up this pineal gland and to fire up our faith. We talked last week about faith um, and faith is power. Faith is the power by which all things are created. Um, ask, seek, knock. We have, we have the, the, we have the formula in front of us. It's in scriptures. I think we all have it in our heart. And as things continue to get worse, and, and guys, I mean, they're, they're going to get worse. There's nothing that we see around us that makes us think everything's going to be, quote unquote, back to normal, right? But that's okay. We know how this ends, right? This has a great ending. Everything will be great. These murderous child sex traffickers, these 
these satanic ritual abuse, evil central bank ruling families that have ruled this earth in such horror for so many generations, they're going to be gone. They're going to be wailing in hell, and the earth is going to be paradise for a thousand years. It's going to be great. We've got some rough road before then. And, um, you know, it's so important. In, in my church, there's a tradition, and I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I don't believe this or I don't believe that because the prophet hasn't said it uh, recently. And I say, great, I couldn't agree more. In my church, um, the leader of our church, we consider a prophet, who, and he is a prophet, Russell M. Nelson. And what he is telling us is to seek the Lord, to gain our uh, own ability to get revelation and pray to him. And if we do not, we will not survive. And I think that is such great advice. Prayer is such a powerful tool. What do we got? 30 seconds, Brian? I wanted to start a tradition. We had a pastor on a few weeks ago, or I guess it's been a few months now. We ended with a prayer. And if you guys don't mind, I'd like to end with a short prayer today. Um, our dear Father, please help us strip off our training wheels. Please help us to overcome our sin. Please help us to come boldly to the throne of grace. We plead for guidance, wisdom, strength, hope, and faith and charity. We're grateful for Christ and his sacrifice. We're grateful for all you do for us in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. You guys, have a good weekend. Don't forget to say your prayers. Don't forget to tell your wife you love her and your kids. And we will be back next week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.